welcome to the Daily Roto Podcast with Tony Sincana. And of course, we're here to preview March 16th, 2015 NBA action. And guys, we're all fired up. Of course, Selection Sunday for the NCAA College Basketball Tournament. And you guys get all fired up. Us Daily Fantasy players, we love to play in a lot of contests. That's the thing that makes us thriving, is we love contests. And I've got a contest for you, where you can play for absolutely free, and still be profitable. How the heck do you make that happen? Well, my name's Tony Cicada. I am your Santa Claus for the day. That's right, Tony Cicada from DailyRoto.com. Of course, you're part of the Roto Experts crew here on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio from 6 to 11, Monday through Friday. And, of course, you can watch the 6 to 9 a.m. portion with Scott Engel, Adam Rodas on the Fantasy Sports Network. And, of course, this podcast now on the Fantasy Sports Network. Monday through Friday, 1.30 p.m. And if you listen to the podcast and you say, hey, what is the Fantasy Sports Network? Well, the Fantasy Sports Network is the first television network to have live studio programming, call-in shows, panels, celebrity expert drafts, reality programming. You can catch it out in Cablevision in New York City, parts of West Virginia, parts of Canada, 40 million homes have Fantasy Sports Network, and we want to get it in your home. So call your cable provider and get it absolutely into your home. If you can't wait that long, go to FantasySportsNetwork.com and get that already lined up for you. Because we've got this contest where basically you can go over to DailyRoto.com. You'll get a free entry into the DailyRoto.com College Basketball Bracket Challenge. And if you win, you're going to be able to win a prize, which will be our MLB premium subscription for the entire year. You will get all of Drew Dinkbar and Mike Leone's selections for an entire season, all at your fingertips. That would be like Christmas. Not only will you like it, your wife will like it, the kids will like it, because instead of going to the playground on summer break and going under those you know, water sprinklers that are all over the place, you'll be able to take them to Disneyland. You'll be able to go on water slides out of the MLB premium package. What could be better than that? I don't know much there, so definitely take part in it. I'm going to take part in it. I'm not going to take the prize, but I'm going to win the thing. So I, I've got you fired up for that. Hey, you guys want to go over to DailyRoto.com because all you guys that are not into basketball or you're tired of all the injuries because we're going to do an injury report in a little bit. and It might take me 42 minutes to do the injury report, but we're going to get our way through it. We're going to get through this podcast for sure. Uh, Jonathan Bales has a great story at DailyRoto.com. And the story is, should you ever play should you ever be a contrarian at pitcher? So what this story refers to is for all the people playing daily fantasy baseball, uh, contrarian at pitcher. So basically we have Clayton Kershaw going. Clayton Kershaw is going to be well-owned. And let's just say, for instance, I believe the Houston Astros are going to have a ton of strikeouts this year. 
and we had an interleague play, and you get a guy like Wilson Alvarez, who doesn't strike people out, but generally has a great ERA, and the Marlins are supposed to be a better team this year, and it's a great matchup. So do you go Wilson Alvarez, and do you take a less than 3% owned pitcher on that night instead of going with the big money, Clayton Kershaw? You save the money with Wilson Alvarez, and you go from it there. Now, I don't want to ruin Jonathan Bale's article, and I won't, because I haven't read it as of yet, because I didn't want to ruin it before I gave my own take on it. And a guy like Jonathan Bale is the guy we got to get on this podcast, and if he disagrees with me, we can go with that. He writes books, so he's pretty intelligent, and he's one of the marquee names in daily fantasy sports, so you want to head over to dailyroto.com. The answer to me is no. You should never go contrarian at pitcher. And I'm going to give a little caveat to that or an asterisk to that. I'm saying definitely in cash games, you don't go contrarian in pitcher at any time. You put the pitcher in with the best chances of winning. When it comes to Major League Baseball, remember, you got to remember, even the best players are going to get out 75% of the time, 70% of the time, right? So predictability is all in the pitcher. I can throw Clayton Kershaw out there 32 times. I'll be pretty much accurate 29% of the time. 29 out of 32 starts for Clayton Kershaw. I'll throw a lesser pitcher out there. I'll throw a Garrett Cole out there. I'll be right 27 out of 32 times by throwing him out there. I could even take a guy like Phil Hughes and have a pretty much of an understanding on which days are great to use him and which days are not great to use him. So I think the predictability in the pitcher, what do we pay for? Predictability. So I would go that route. Now, this comes into play now with how many teams you play in a tournament. So if you're a guy that plays one or two rosters, and you're just playing a couple bucks, I don't think you go Alvarez. You've got to go Clayton Kershaw, and you've got to grind it out. You might not win the tournament, but you want to cash. I think if you have the ability to put 25, 50 teams in a tournament, You'd be foolish not to have one or two teams with Alvarez, and you're sitting there and you hope Kershaw blows, even though Kershaw might have, uh, you might have him on 10 of your tournament teams. You hope he just comes out in the third inning. Eliminate all the Kershaw owners. Take out 60% of the field, and then get it down to the last 40%. You've got Alvarez there, and you go there. Absolutely, that's a play. And I think it all comes to a bankroll that you have available to you that day, the different amount of alliance lineups you have in that day, the variances you have in that day. And I think that's where it comes into play. So definitely go over to Jonathan Bale's article, Should You Ever Be Contrarian at Pitcher Daily Fantasy Baseball? I'm going to do the quick addition in my head, so... Forgive me if I'm wrong, 20 days before it kicks off. 20 days before we kick off the Daily Fantasy Baseball season. I'm fired up and so should you. But we got to make some money tonight in Daily Fantasy Basketball. And if you're going to make money in Daily Fantasy Basketball, you got to know who's playing. That's a little small thing that kind of gets in the way when you play Daily Fantasy Hoops. One guy that will not be playing on Monday night, Kyle Korver. And he has a great matchup for shooting guards. Broke his nose in the second quarter of Sunday's game. He will be out for the Hawks on Monday night. Kent Bazemore is a guy that will get some more playing time. Shelvin Mack and Dennis Schroeder look for them all to get minutes there. So look for the lineups tomorrow. Of course, you get your primo alerts from Drew Dankbar and Mike Leone. 
at dailyroto.com. And I would take a shot at any of these guys, the middle salary. The guy, two guys that I like are Kent Bazemore and Dennis Rota. Uh, see how that goes. Now, Damari Carroll did not play. Looked like he sat out here. And Jeff Teague did not play. But I don't expect injuries there. They should be back in the lineup, but you have to pay attention just to make sure. So Damari Carroll, Jeff Teague missed that. Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron James tweaked his knee in a win on Sunday versus the Orlando Magic. He finished the game, back-to-back games, is playing his former team, the Miami Heat, on Monday night, so that could keep him in the game. But here's the way I'm going to look at it. Kevin Love missed this game with a back injury, and you have LeBron James that could possibly out. I think it's 50-50 or 60-40. I expect him to play, but it wouldn't surprise me if we get another coach's decision. They tell LeBron to sit this one out. It doesn't really mean that much. Now, if that's the case, you do have Russell Westbrook playing. If LeBron James is out of this game and Kevin Love, I don't know how you don't get Kyrie Irving in your game. I even put Kyrie Irving in my lineup consideration when I'm building my lineup with LeBron James in the lineup and Kevin Love out. Kyrie Irving lit it up again on Sunday with 33 points on 12 of 15 shots, adding four boards and four assists, five of six from past the three-point line. Done. He's on a roll. Roll with it. And if LeBron and Love are out, there is no way you put a lineup in that does not consist of Kyrie Irving. Other injuries got to watch for Isaiah Thomas. Looks like he is going to try to play on Monday night. Uh, we'll see how Isaiah Thomas and the Boston Celtics on a complete roll. And Thomas is a guy putting up good numbers. And the salary hasn't elevated high enough for me uh, yet that even though we get lax assists, lax rebounds, and basically uh, you depend on your fantasy points from scoring on Isaiah Thomas, still a guy in the mix. The Charlotte Hornets, you got Al Jefferson and Cody Zeller. Jefferson has a knee injury, should be playing, and Cody Zeller, a shoulder injury. We expect him to play, so definitely tune in for these guys. Um, of course, I mentioned the Cleveland Cavaliers with LeBron James and Kevin Love. From the Denver Nuggets side of things, we have Randy Foy, who sat out the last game. They said it was rest, so let's just see what's happening here. Wilson Chandler sat out with some knee soreness here. If he's out, looking for Gallinari just to keep firing away. Daryl Arthur uh, also uh, with a calf injury. Not much of a daily fantasy relevance there. Uh, two guys with some fantasy relevance. Jamal Crawford has been day-to-day with a calf. We'll see how that plays. Well, that'll affect also J.J. Redick, uh, the situation with Crawford. Michael Conley at the guard position, uh, day-to-day with an ankle injury. Of course, do you say, hey... I could get myself some Bino Udre. I'll be interested to see how this game. This is a great fantasy game for the Memphis Grizzlies. So we're going to be talking about this in a little bit and breaking down all the action game-by-game basis and give you some of the points. We're also going to discuss offensive efficiency tonight for each team in action on Monday night. The Minnesota Timberwolves with Gary Neal, sideline Ricky Rubio, Kevin Garnett, Nikolai Pekovic, all guys that are going to be <laughs> announced 
uh, prior to the game whether these guys will be in there ready to go. I expect Ricky Rubio to be out there. Uh, he's the one to count. If Garnett doesn't play, though, I've got an option coming up for you when we get to the game breakdown, and we'll see how that goes out. Garnett and Pekovic could be out of the lineup there, and i got a guy that you can get on the cheap if you want to get a big man on the cheap. For Sacramento, Rudy Gay, too, uh, dealing with a knee injury. We'll see how he is and he's ready to go. It's Tony Sincata live right here for the DailyRoto.com podcast. I'll tell you what, I got two yearly league drafts that I'm in right now, and it asks the age-old question, can you be successful at daily fantasy sports and yearly fantasy sports at the same time? I say absolutely yes. Doing what I do, not only do we have to do daily fantasy sports, I have to do yearly fantasy sports, but because of the role that I'm in, I don't have one of these shows where we just focus on football or we just focus on baseball. In a given week, I have to do research on fantasy football, fantasy baseball, fantasy basketball, and lately I've had to put together fantasy golf interviews. We've had fantasy MMA interviews. I think that if you just put in the time, the effort, the research, have the skills associated and willing to learn from some of the best and brightest minds, and we've got those minds over at DailyRoto.com, you can be successful. And I think if you want to throw yearly leagues in, that's what we all started with. Absolutely. I think it all comes down to the time you have to put in and then being realistic about it. Like the great thing that you love over at DailyRoto.com, I think to do this correctly and look through every game and look at all the matchups, you probably need four to six hours of preparation time uh, on a normal game slate. So let's be totally honest. There are people out there listening to this podcast driving to work right now. They don't have the time to do that. They've got to drive to work, then they got to go home, and they got to eat with their kids, and then they got to take a kid to Boy Scout, and the daughter's going to go to Girl Scout, they got to do their homework. You don't have the time. And this is why... You get a jump start on the research uh, by getting the premium content at DailyRoto.com because they go through the program and then they give you the synopsis of each and every position and then you can dictate the team that you have there and it can still be your team. It's just like when you buy stock and you read up on a company or when you buy a car and you read the reviews. That's what they're providing you with some in-depth analysis. Heck, We've turned DailyRoto.com into Yelp, right? You get reviews on restaurants you go to. You get reviews on jewelry that you buy. This is the same thing that's going on there, and it's still your team, and it's still passionate about it, and you can still go over there and attack it. And if you have your family, you can still spend time with them. You just need that six- to seven-hour uh, available so you can go and change those lineups uh, if you're over there. So make sure we get that done. And it's been a great service by Drew Dinkmeyer and Mike Leone. Now let's get to the big games on Monday night and see what we can help you out with. We're going to have Toronto at Indiana, 197 total in this one. And a guy that's been featured on DailyRoto.com lately, and they've helped me familiarize a visual has been Indiana point guard George Hill. He has a great match at versus Kyle Lowry, who has led up the third most to point, to point guards in the last 10 games in the National Basketball Association. So I look for George Hill uh, to be a guy that you could get 
as a lesser dollar guard. I think he comes more into play at a site like FanDuel where you have two guard options. Because I'm telling you right now, there's some higher-priced point guards that I'm absolutely in love with tonight. And I don't want to tie up the position uh, by using a cheaper George Hill. But if you're at FanDuel and you can use the two point guards there, that's where you can go and that's where you can make your play uh, with George Hill in this game. You look at this, and for offensive efficiency that we're going to talk about tonight, and you say, hey, what the heck do you mean by offensive efficiency? How does it work? Offensive efficiency is the number of points a team scores per 100 possessions. So right now in the NBA, Toronto's fourth best in the National Basketball Association, in India's 25th best. So basically, as they go up and down the court, uh, the teams that score the most points, the top total in the NBA uh, right now is about, uh, let's see what we have here. It's about 108, and I've uh, actually lost my page on that. The L.A. Clippers are the top efficient team uh, in the National Basketball Association there. We have Portland at Washington. The total is 195. Portland is the eighth most efficient team in the NBA in Washington, middle of pack, number 15. 195 total in this game. In this game, you have Wesley Matthews, who's been out. Uh, we broke down the injuries earlier in Portland, relatively healthy. John Wall is on a complete roll. It wasn't long that Randy Whitman talked about how John Wall uh, was playing tired. He looked lethargic, but he said he would turn around. The players worked themselves in and out of it through an 82-game season. And now we're starting to see Randy Whitman pretty much knows what he's talking about. Damon Lillard, in his last nine games, has been playing defense like former Sonic Sean Kemp's contraceptives. Yes, totally ineffective has been Damon Lillard. And I look for John Wall in a nice matchup to roll tonight in this one. Philadelphia at Boston, 192.5 total. Philadelphia, as you can expect, the 30th team in offensive efficiency in the National Basketball Association, the Boston Celtics at number 21, 192.5 total here. And Isaiah Thomas would be a nice option, but I'm not sure if he's going to have an opportunity to play in this one. Any of the big men for the Boston Celtics always become an extreme option. Seeing who's starting there is going to be the key. If you get a guy like Brandon Bass, still a little salary, a little low, not risen on all the sites. Uh, he could be a guy in play. Kelly Olenek is another guy they could have. For, for the Philadelphia 76ers, Nerlens Noel always is a great play. And I love the guard matchups at the point guard. Isaiah Kanan, Ish Smith, if you can from Drew Dinkmeyer, Mike Leone, which guy's going to get more playing time there? I lean to Isaiah Kanan myself, and those become options there. But when I talk about point guards again, I don't want to lose the space. I've got only so many point guys I can play, and there's a couple guys that I absolutely love in tonight's action. Then we have Brooklyn in Minnesota. This is a 199.5 total. Brooklyn, 24th in offensive efficiency. Minnesota, number 26th. Now, I mentioned uh, guys that you could go and you could take a shot at uh, here. With the Minnesota list of injuries uh, that they had in this possible game tonight, uh, Minnesota is stacked with the possibility of guys uh, that are going to be game-time decisions. You have Gary Neal, Ricky Rubio, Kevin Garnett, and Nikola Pekovic. Garnett and Pekovic, of course, always at the center position. So you say, hey, 
Tony, that's pretty deep. What are we going to do at the center position here? How do we go about it? Well, when there's guys out, there's always an an opportunity for people when it comes to daily fantasy basketball. And when you want an opportunity, it is in this game for a cheap, cheap flyer. And that's all it's going to be. If those two guys are out in this one, you can take a shot on Justin Hamilton, who got the start on Sunday. He faces the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, He racked up nine points, one three-pointer, ten rebounds, six assists, and a steal in 37 minutes versus the Spurs. So if Pekovic and Garnett are out, Hamilton could be used as a cheap flyer. Also in this game, Gorgie Deng has a great matchup facing Brooklyn team in the last nine games who have been absolutely decimated by power forwards. Look for that to be a good option. Thaddeus Young, of course, has been the guy that's been the starting lineup for Brooklyn, and the Dang could exploit him in this matchup this evening. Then you have Denver and Memphis going at it. They don't have a over and under. Denver 21st in offensive efficiency. Now, Memphis, known as a defensive club, but 13th in the NBA in offensive deficiency. Now we've got a nice, nice, cheap shooting guard option for you in this contest. Courtney Lee becomes the option. Facing the Nuggets, who are third worst at covering shooting guards, uh, Memphis will get an uptick in pace. The Nuggets struggle against big men also. So because Gasol, Randolph, these guys are going to be in play against this Denver team. And if you want to just go another step further, Jeff Green could also be using this quality matchup. So the guy that's out, Conley, could be out tonight. Now, last time we had Memphis have a ton of injuries, we used a bunch of their players, and it came back to haunt us as other guys in the Cleveland game with a higher total just absolutely went off. So don't fall into the trap and don't go too deep on this one. Uh, the total isn't out yet. Uh, I expect this to be in the 190s, but we'll see how that plays out. And as far as totals go in the NBA on Monday night, uh, you're going to have Cleveland and Miami at 204. Oklahoma City and Dallas doesn't have a total yet. I expect that to be in the 200s. Um, you got Atlanta and Sacramento. That doesn't have a total out yet, but that'll be in the 200s. And L.A. and Golden State's at 208. So just don't go too crazy on this Denver-Memphis game. Cleveland at Miami. Cleveland, number three in offensive efficiency. I believe they're at 100 points today before the start of the fourth quarter. They just start offensively exploding. Miami, 18th in this one. I've already broken down. If you got LeBron James, he's a great play in this matchup. But if he's out, Kyrie Irving, just put him in your lineup. Don't even think about it. Don't even question it. Just get him in your lineup. If you want another guy that has an opportunity, not a top price center, will save you some money on Marcus Gasol. Timothy Mozgov faces the Heat, who have allowed the fourth most points to fantasy centers in the last nine games. Mozgov becomes a play there. Oklahoma City and Dallas Mavericks go at it tonight. The Oklahoma City Thunder, number four in offensive efficiency. Uh, Dallas is a number 12. It's a three-point spread in this one. Well, I've talked about some cheap point guards. Well, a middle-priced point guard that has a nice matchup is none other than Dallas Mavericks point guard Rajon Rondo. Facing Russell Westbrook, who's struggling, struggling on the defensive side during this onslaught with his triple doubles. Uh, so it gives you Rajon Rondo. Dirk Nowitzki faces Oklahoma City, who is the fourth, fourth worst team in stopping power forwards. 
I will pass on Dirk. One other guy with a great matchup is Chandler Parsons. The Thunder, who in the last nine games has been as weak as Pete Garrell goal line offensive calls in their last nine games. They've been brutal, right? Pete Carroll, run the ball. Run the ball. Chandler Parsons could exploit small forward in this game. I look for Chandler Parsons to have a good opportunity here. So it comes to the question, Russell Westbrook, is he a play? I think there's enough value out there that, yes, you go back to this game, it'll be a high place, and he's a play. The only way that I wouldn't use Russell Westbrook is if the Cleveland Cavaliers had injuries and Kyrie Irving became the only starter in that game. That would sway me to go Irving over Westbrook or even try to fit them both in. I think I couldn't do that. It would be two stars and scrubs. Uh, but I would go Irvin over Westbrook if James and Love was out. If not, i got to go Russell Westbrook one more time and probably keep going out there until Kevin Durant gets back into the picture. we got Charlotte, number 28 in offensive efficiency, and Utah, number 15. In this game, of course, Al Jefferson's one of the guys we outlined. You've got to wait on, and you've got to see how it goes. Utah, one of the best defensive teams in the league. They're number one against point guards. So Kemba Walker, back or not, he's not a guy that's in the play. I think you need to look elsewhere in this game. No total yet, uh, but I'm going to sit this one out there. Nobody jumping out at me as a strong, solid play. Atlanta at Sacramento, no total here. We broke down earlier that Kyle Korver would have had a great matchup, but had a broken nose. He'll lose playing time. Look for Schroeder. Look for Mack. Uh, look for Kent Bazemore to get that. See who the starter is. I'm leaning to Bazemore and Schroeder. Schroeder's a guy that I like in that option. Also, against Atlanta, Ben McElmore draws a nice matchup in this game, facing the third-worst team at covering uh, shooting guards. So he comes into play. DeMarcus Cousins. Always a strong opportunity for your daily fantasy success. Well, Al Horford, as good as he's playing offensively, hasn't been great defensively. Uh, this game, Cousins can go out and take over. Uh, no doubt about that. The final game of the evening is the Lakers at Golden State. Well, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Stephen Curry's not a good play. Golden State number two in offensive efficiency. The Lakers, number 19. Golden State, number one in defensive efficiency. Here's the problem. 18-point spread in this game. 18 points. The Lakers, though, have improved in the last 10 games to be the fourth best covering point guards in the National Basketball Association. So take Stephen Curry's price, take the Lakers improving at point guard defensively, and take the 18-point spread no way I play Stephen Curry. Russell Westbrook's a better play. John Wall's a better play. And Kyrie Irving's a better play. And I feel like when I went to Washington, I didn't give you enough love for John Wall. John Wall's a guy that's prices down because of that poor play, as Randy Whitman talked about, a guy that ran into a little uh, problem there. He's a guy that I like in this action. And if you're going to take a shot and you're going to go contrarian, as Jonathan Pales is talking about pitchers at your point guard position, one guy that can give you a little option going contrarian and this week at point guard, this night, Monday night, the big night, would be John Wall. 
guys. We're looking forward to a great week of podcasts. We'll bring some of the best guests you can get all week long right here at dailyroto.com. And, of course, we're fired up to be on Fantasy Sports Network now, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, talking daily fantasy sports, yearly fantasy sports, they got everything over at FantasySportsNetwork.com. Check it out and make sure you go to DailyRoto.com and you take part in the forum, the NCAA Basketball Pool, because you're going to want to get this free package and you can make it work all baseball season long, have the best information from the best guys in the business. What could be better than that? I'm looking forward to a big Tuesday night. We'll be back on Tuesday right here. Right now, I gotta say, hey, sayonara. I love you guys. You guys love Daily Roto. We all love each other. Hit me up on Twitter at the Tony Sincata, the Tony Sincata. 